Hey everybody, welcome to episode two of my podcast. I'm really excited I get to play Dave Matthews music at the very beginning of this. That's I can't tell you how thrilled I am with that. So over the next few uh, segments I'm going to be doing, I want to talk about how I as a professional martial arts instructor with all this time spent in my own training and furthermore in training kids for all these years I didn't have my own kiddo. How I work with my child over all these years about our own self-defense and what that means. And I, I've really set it up, a, you know, her whole life I've been talking to her about this. Even as early as two years old, two, three years old. So we used to go on, and we still do, I shouldn't say used to, but we go on these um, walks. And at nighttime we call them our nighttime adventure walks. Because we're just seeing what our neighborhood's like around uh, during the nighttime and the different sounds and shadows and everything like that. And as we all know, nighttime can be kind of scary for anybody, young or old. And yeah, when we're walking along at night, she's gripping my hand a little bit tighter. She's a little bit more aware. But as we're walking around in the nighttime, what I do, and this was a time when she was probably three years old. And I'm encouraging you guys to do this. The more we can make our kids more aware of their surroundings, this is not about making them fearful of everything at all. What I have found over all these years of doing this with my daughter, she has become a far better helper, a far better uh, force for positive change in her world. So as we would take these nighttime adventure walks when she was three years old, we'd go around and I'd point out different shadows to her, different really dark places between houses, and make her really aware of those spots. And furthermore, talk to her about utilizing her other senses, her ears, just hearing what's going on there, little cracks of a branch here or there, trying to understand more about what's around her by using those senses. And one of those senses is fear. And too often, um, I hear stories of, ad, of adults. You know, we get attacked. We put ourselves into bad situations because we're trying to not be, you know, not listen to our gut, not listen to that fear instinct that is there to save our lives, to keep us safe. Now, yeah, that fear can hold you back. It, it can. If you're talking about, I'm scared of getting up in front of, people at work and giving a speech so I can get this promotion. Yeah, that's fear that's going to hold you back. Yeah, get over that, man. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that gut feeling you get from that quiet guy across the room. That gut feeling you get from, you know, somebody, something's off about somebody. Listen to those things. You don't need to be nice about it. You don't need to be overly mean about it, but listen to those things. And so on the walks that we would take, that we'd still do because they're helpful, got to do them. Um, we talk about the shadows. We listen. We stop. And I just have her close her eyes and listen with her ears. You know, we like Star Wars a lot, so we call it using the force. And so we'd stretch out with our ears and try to hear and build a picture in her mind about what's going on around her. And then, especially, I'd only do this underneath a street light and real close to the house. I wouldn't get very far away from her, maybe two steps away. But I wanted her to understand what fear was. So we'd stop, and I would tell her, Honey, now I'm going to let go of your hand. I want you to stay exactly where you are. 
And you're going to be able to see me and hear me and everything. I'm going to be right here. But I want you to feel. I want you to tell me what you're feeling. And so I took those two steps away and she told me, I feel scared. I feel really, really scared. She started reaching out for me. No, no, no. Keep your hands right there where they are. Now, why are you afraid? And we talked about why she was afraid. It's dark. She wasn't holding on to me. All very, very legitimate things. Now, the only reason I did that, it's not some weird Spartan-type ritual at all. It was more about letting her feel what fear really felt like. So I could furthermore start talking to her about listening to fear that her being scared of being out on a street when it's dark even though yes we're on the sidewalk even though yes i'm less than two feet away from her and we're right underneath a street lamp listening to that fear can save our lives listening to that fear is a good thing and then talking to her about the difference between that sort of fear that she was feeling versus the sort of fear that she may have in you know playing soccer and having a, she's a goalie right now, and having somebody come down and there's no defenders. It's just you and two opposing players, and they're going to try their best to score. That sort of fear, overcoming that sort of fear versus listening to the type of fear that can keep us safe, keep us out of harm's way. So that's my first thing on this. Now, our next episode, we're going to move further on down the line. But, you know, think about that. What are the different types of fear that are out there for you? What are you really afraid of? Are, is it real fear or is it just that perceived fear about how somebody's going to look at you? Are you going to mess up? Are you going to get up in front of everybody to give a presentation and not have any pants on? You know, that age old dream or nightmare really where we go back to high school and for some reason we're not wearing any clothes and that's just craziness, right? But get out there. Understand. Teach your kids what that fear is. Let them know what that fear is. It can start to save them from that early age when we develop a healthy relationship with it. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you at our very next 